You've got it locked to the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Thursday, December 30th. I'm Donald Ware. This is the last HBCU Football Daily Podcast for 2022. Hope you had an absolutely wonderful Christmas, are enjoying the holiday season, and are going to have an excellent new year. We're going to wrap up the 2022 football season and you know, again, we, we hadn't had a chance, hadn't talked with you since um, North Carolina Central won the HBCU National Championship and, and of course, defeated Jackson State in Atlanta. Um, I thought it was a, it, I thought it was the best uh, game we saw in Atlanta. We've seen in Atlanta in the years that the, the game has been in Atlanta. Um, I think it tops. There were some really good, I mean, all of the games were good. I think the the last, the 2019 game between A&T and Alcorn State wasn't the close game. You look at you look at A&T and Alcorn State in 2015, close football game. You look at the game in 2017, A&T Grambling, close football game. You look at the game in 2018, Alcorn State, A&T, close football game. Uh, that game against North Carolina Central and Grambling, remember it was, what, 10 to 9. It's a really, really good football game. You remember the game in 2017 when A&T beat, uh, beat Grambling. It was a game in which A&T um, had to knock down a pass, I think, at the end of the game with Grambling driving to um, to really tie that that football game. It's 21-14, to 14 if, if my memory serves me correctly, on that score. This game looked like Central had it. I'm not going to say wrapped up, but they had Jackson State in a precarious position in regulation, and you look at Travis Hunter uh, from Shador Sanders, that touchdown passing catch with no time on the clock, extra point was good, sent the game into overtime, and then, you know, as I'm sitting there watching the game, I thought that very last play when Jackson, I'm looking around for flags because uh, there were no flags. Uh, it was a, a, a play where Shador Sanders trying to make a play, incomplete pass, and North Carolina Central uh, won that football game. So uh, Deion Sanders leaves uh, HBCU football 0-3 in opportunities uh, to win an HBCU national championship, including the spring of 2021, uh, which was his first year. There wasn't a, a necessarily a game to determine the HBCU national championship. It, it's a vote anyway, right? Like both North Carolina Central finished in both uh, finished number one in both the uh, coaches and media polls this year after the game in Atlanta uh, anyway. But it was a phenomenal football game. Um, I, I felt like North Carolina Central was going to win the game. It ultimately did uh, win that football game. And um, so, listen, great season. I mean, Jackson State still had a, uh, a, a really good season. I think uh, you remember I did the report cards. I think I'd have to. Um, give North Carolina Central an A-plus now, uh, where I had given Jackson State an A-plus. Jackson State would still get an A for the season, but I'd have to bring them down to an A and raise uh, North Carolina Central up to an A-plus. Um, tremendous football season, as I mentioned. And, um, you know, I think for me, one of the surprises that I, I don't think was necessarily a great thing was South Carolina State in the season that, the Bulldogs had. I mean, I mean, you got everybody coming back from that incredible win uh, in 2021 over Jackson State, and it just never materialized. It was a couple of injuries. The quarterback play wasn't great. I mean, I think Shaquan. I mean, Shaq Davis did his thing. I mean, he was he was a 
in HBCU All-American for only two of the of the wide receiver positions, and rightfully so. I mean, he had a tremendous season. It's really one of the bright spots uh, when you look at South Carolina State on the season. So I thought that was a bit of a surprise. I mean, I thought Bowie State um, would have had, you know, maybe a better season. Um, but again, you know, it's, I think it's, I, I think with Coach Jackson, he's it's, it's, it's going to be fine. Um, I mean, that was a tough Northern division this year, one in which Virginia Union came up. It's a good season for Virginia Union, but one in which Shawan won the Northern division uh, championship, right? So, I mean, I think if you look at that, I mean, I think, uh, I think you know, it was good in that, that Northern division was very, very good. It was great for Fayetteville State to win the championship. I thought Tuskegee had a really, really good season. You know that... Uh, that Ruffin, Coach Ruffin, is a good football coach, but to leave Miles where he'd won the SIAC championship, okay, in 21, and to leave that program, which I think only won one football game in this past year, to go to to go to Tuskegee, who had been down for some years, who won, who played in the SIAC championship game, uh, losing to Benedict, I thought that was absolutely tremendous. You talk about tremendous. Benedict had an, an awesome season um, as well, uh, being uh, finishing number one in the final HBCU Division II coaches poll as well, uh, winning that SIAC championship and making it to this, well, hosting a, a second round game, had a bye week the first week of the Division II playoffs and winning uh, a, a, uh, a well, uh, playing at least, losing actually in the S, the uh the division, the uh, division two playoffs in the second round. You know, you had a couple of casualties on the season. Uh, North Carolina A and T let its head football coach Sam Washington uh, go. I think if if A and T had won the Big South, uh, which it played in for what was in essence the Big South championship game against Gardner Webb, uh, he would still be around. Delaware State, which was a bit of a surprise for me, um, firing um, its head football coach. Um, and, um, thought that, you know, I thought, thought he was doing a really good job in, um, building some things, um, uh, uh, but, uh, you know, Rod Milstead was obviously, uh, let go, uh, at the end of the season. I mean, you had, uh, some other casualties, but Thune Cookman, uh, letting Terry Sims go and actually agreeing in principle to hire Ed Reed as its head football coach, um, just trying to remember Mississippi Valley State's coach um, uh, gone uh, also. And you've had some hiring. We've had some hirings um, since that time. Uh, you look at Albany State, uh, Gabe Gardenia leaving to become the head football coach at Charleston Southern, where he had been an assistant coach previous to coming to be the head coach at Albany State. Um, so, you know, you had a lot, um, a lot of ups and downs with the season. Um, the HBCU football season. Uh, oh, by the way, Niles Gaddy took his name out of the transfer portal for Jackson State. It's going to come back to Jackson State for year three, which I think is great because Niles Gaddy, not only an HBCU All-American, but made a, a, a significant difference for Jackson State. So he's coming back. Uh, so you've got a lot of, a lot of good things uh, on the horizon for 2023. I wrote a piece that I want you guys to check out on our website at BoxToRow.com. The name of that piece was Our Coaches Can Coach Too. And it spoke about HBCU coaches uh, and the lack of opportunities really at the FBS level, the lack of head coaching opportunities for 
HBCU coaches. And um, I invite you to read the piece, okay? And let me know your thoughts about the piece. But on the after on Monday after North Carolina Central had won, I had a chance to ask Trey Oliver, the head football coach at North Carolina Central, I had a chance to ask him whether, because again, as, as we talked about, Willie Jeffries, the first and only up until Charles Huff was hired uh, in 2021 by Marshall and Marshall ended up winning the, what was the Myrtle Beach, the, um, the, the Myrtle, I think it was the Myrtle Beach Bowl game, uh, right? It's won five straight football games, nine and four on the season. But I had a tr- chance to ask Trey Oliver, hey, with only two HBCU grads as head football coaches at FBS programs all time, did he feel like what he was able to do in winning uh, on a big stage, ABC, everybody watching, second bowl game of the season. I think it was the only bowl game at least going on for that time. Um, did he felt feel like his win, ABC, over Jackson State, over Deion Sanders, with a lot of people watching, w- was something that was um, something that would make people, and, and when I say people, I mean specifically FBS institutions and athletics director, athletic athletics directors think about hiring or no I asked him is there a stigma that's what I asked him is there a stigma against HBCU coaches uh and if so did his win or that win by North Carolina Central over Jackson State help to um sort of eradicate to some degree that stigma and this is how he responded Charles Huff is the head football coach at Marshall. So he's like, at least from the research, maybe the second HBCU grad to be a head coach at an FBS institution. So sort of my question for you is, uh, in in all the history of college football, only two, do you believe perhaps there's a stigma against HBCU coaches in terms of being at the FBS level? And if so, how maybe did this win uh, particularly on the national stage, ABC, et cetera, maybe help to dispel that? I'm sure it is. Um, I'm sure it is. And I mean, it's not just in football. You're just looking, you know, corporate America. You know, uh, a lot of qualified folks don't get an opportunity. And, you know, I, I think for me, I just have to be able to, you know, continue to do a good job where I'm at. And, and you know, hopefully folks will notice. Um, but, you know, I do it for the love of the game. I do it for, you know, where my feet are now. And, um, you know, if an opportunity presents itself, you know, we might possibly look into that. But, uh, you know, all you can do is do a good job where you are. And, and you know, I can't do anything to control what those folks uh, uh, do. But I know on that level, um, a lot of times they want to justify hires and say, is this the best person that we could find in the country for this position? And, you know, Regardless of, of whether it be HBCU football or whatever the case may be, football is football. Um, can a guy manage the program? Uh, can he manage the budget? Can he recruit? Can he manage the team? And, those, you know, I, to me, that's what I think it's about. But, um, you know, all I can do is do the best job I can here. And, you know, I, I don't get too much too caught up in that stuff. But it's a great question, Donald. I just I'm not that smart to figure that one out. No, no, just 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 asking. Well, again, but I will say this right here. Colorado could have probably got me for half price, though. 
I like that, Coach. I got you. So I hey, don't man. even know the contract's not, you know, if the contract hasn't, you know, the ink isn't drawing the contract. I know they, they had to wait until after the game. So, Colorado, if y'all have any second thoughts, I'll contact my agent. <laughs> so, North Carolina Central head football coach, uh, Trey Oliver, responding um, to uh, the stigma against HBCU coaches. So, listen, I want you to have an absolutely wonderful new year. Uh, we got a lot of things on the horizon at Box to Row. Uh, don't forget, you can listen to the weekend edition of Box to Row, which can be heard on a radio station in your area. You can log on to our website at BoxToRow.com and click on the affiliates link to find a radio station in your area that carries the program. You can also listen to the program on Saturday, 9 a.m. Eastern. That's uh, 8 a.m. Central Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on Sirius XM channel 142 of the HBCU channel. You can also listen Fridays, 6 p.m. Eastern. That's 5 p.m. Central Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on ESPNU Radio on Sirius XM. That's channel 84. It's our year-end review show. So we're looking back at 2022 and some of our great conversations from 2022. If you missed any of these podcasts, don't forget to tell a friend about the HBCU Football Daily Podcast where you can listen to our podcasts, if you missed any of them, on our website at boxtorow.com, also iheartmedia.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can also watch on the Box to Row YouTube page. Again, this is our last podcast for 2022. Have a happy, happy new year. We'll talk with you in 2023 and of course we'll talk with you each week on box to row on a radio station near you